The Gratitude Visit is brought to you by the Come Alive Collaborative. The Collaborative is a positive psychology and life coaching resource group that provides individual coaching, podcasts, and small group educational experiences to help you grow personally and professionally. I'm Dr. Dave, and this is The Gratitude Visit. This is a, a revisiting of the letter I wrote to you four years ago. Okay. So, um. In 2016, I started digging deeper into positive psychology research, particularly around the gratitude visit. As a therapist, professor of counseling and psychology, and a life calling coach, I've worked with others to manage their mental and emotional health. But I also wrestled with depression, especially during the winter months. So I continued to explore well-being practices to deal with my own melancholy and to help others. As I got into the research, I discovered that gratitude visits can boost your mood for up to a month after the experience. These visits have a similar effect on the recipients of gratitude. With this in mind, I developed a positive psychology project around the gratitude visit. Then in January of 2017, I launched my project, where at least once a month for a year, I would write, revise, and read a letter of gratitude to someone who had made a significant impact on my life. In the end, I wrote 16 letters, and now, five winters later, my seasonal affective depression has not returned. Recently, I decided to invite my gratitude recipients from 2017 to write a letter to someone else in their life, record it, and then come on this podcast to talk about the experience. But I also had a surprise for them. I would like to express my gratitude to you, Steve, for all that you've meant to me these past now, like, I don't know how long it's been, 10, 10 or more years. More, yeah. 15 years, maybe? Yeah. I remember one of the first times I spoke with you was in my office at Somerset. I believe the meeting was motivated by a concern that Jim McCullough had about, about you. We had been talking about some of our observations and interactions with you. It was clear to us that you were going through a difficult time. I remember feeling so much compassion for you as you sat across from my, from me at my desk. I don't know if you remember that, one of those first meetings or mm. not in my office. Yeah. But I also had great hope because of the incredible potential I saw in you. I've had, I've had countless exchanges with friends, colleagues, employees, clients, and family who were struggling. Many of those times, I couldn't see a way out for their difficulties for of their difficulties for them but I could see promise for you. One of my hopes early on in our interactions was for you to feel a sense of belonging and connection to me, to someone you could trust, but also to a larger community of faith and strength. Um, around the same time, we got our small group going with Nick and Jeff and Corey. Uh, Jeff and Nick started crashing at my place a couple nights a week and you would stop by after classes. We talked, prayed, and laughed throughout the evening, sometimes overnight. The dynamic between us was inviting and inspiring, the epitome of intimacy and community. It still stands out to me as a period of great meaning and fulfillment. Our conversations and visits expanded to include Jen, Star, Melanie, and Shannon. It's good to remember all those mm -hmm. people. We went from my apartment to the gym and up to up onto the fields of Zarephath. I can't remember a time when I laughed as hard as I, I did when, while playing volleyball. 
um, with you all that morphed into some kind of dodgeball or taking in the grandeur of the cosmos while discussing the deeper meaning of dingleberries. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) At some point in our journey together within this larger community, the compassion I felt for you and our crazy, beautiful clan returned to me as a mutual kinship developed. I started relating to you more as a friend than as a teacher or to a student, even though I felt a need to keep my distance both for professional but probably more for personal reasons. I had a growing desire to share more of my own life story and experiences as you started to take in an interest in me. The student began drawing the teacher out. Our uh, journey took us on an adventure to Colorado where we battled for each other's hearts and souls and contemplated what it meant to restore the world and rescue beauties. These central wild at heart themes, along with Somerset's paradigm of God's larger story, inward journey and outward call, framed our world and infused our lives with purpose. I think the storyline that echoes our first dialogue from 12 years ago and continues to sustain our friendship is, is hope for one another's well-being and potential. So stuff we've just kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. This theme still runs deep as we've sat across from one another in conversation throughout the years. Believe the best for you and imagine fresh opportunities as you realize great potential and possibility. But one of the strongest themes that I see and feel alive in you, despite or perhaps because of tragedy and desperation in your own story, is love. There is a dialogue from the movie The Village that captures what I think about when I think about you. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Did, did, Are we telling you this before? Tell me again. Uh, well, I'll read it, but I remember The Village yeah, story. Yeah. Uh, Ivy, the main heroine, is blind in the movie The Village. She lives in modern times, but secluded from civilization with her family in a primitive village. She has never been outside of the surrounding barriers of the insular community. But her betrothed, Lucius, has been stabbed and will die with her without, um, without proper medicines. Her father, Edward Walker, the founder and leader of the village, decides to go against the elders' agreement to not let anyone venture outside the walls circling their town. This is where the scene picks up. Ivy's running toward hope, let her run. This place is worthy. She'll be successful in her quest. How could you have sent her? She's blind. She's more capable than most in this village. And she is led by love. The world moves for love. It kneels before it in awe. And she is led by love. The world moves for love. It kneels before it in awe. Thank you for your role in my story, Steve. You have been a source of significant inspiration comfort, hope, and most of all, love. The end. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Dave.
Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Lots of memories. Lots of good memories. Well, I have a letter for you. Okay. I want to share with you. So, uh, it starts off this way. Dave, you've been asking me to write a gratitude letter. And I've gone back and forth about who to write it to. And so, I wanted to write it to you. And uh, this wouldn't be the first time that I've taken the opportunity to say thank you for who you've been in my life. For the important role that you've played as a friend, a teacher, a mentor, and an advisor. Um, and the fact that I, I, I keep, you know, wanting to, you know, given the option of writing one of these letters to anyone, it seems natural to me to, to want to write it to you. You've been one of the most encouraging, honest, kindest people in my life. You stand out as an exceptional person in my life because of who you are. That stuff that makes you, you. But two qualities stand out in my mind. Your capacity to love and your willingness to love. So you know that I've taken some time to try to understand and define love. And I've suggested that love is the force that comes through human words, actions, plans, and projects, which leads to the flourishing of life. And that is how I feel about your presence and role in my life. It has led to me flourishing in different ways. It's led to me having better health and having greater well-being. So we've known each other for about 15, 16 years. The first few years of knowing you was filled with enchantment. A collective of years where I saw the world through a romantic lens, like the poets of past. That's no longer a dominant lens by which I view the world, though I long it to once again. I, d I long to once again see the world that way. I feel like I've lost something that was precious to me, and often I doubt that I'll ever get it back. This view of seeing the world in a romantic and enchanting way. I also wonder if I can ever capture that view again without you without the core group of guys that made our band of brothers, without the special environment that Zarephath was to us. But this view of the world did not point back to you. You made sure of that. It pointed to something bigger, and you constantly reminded us of that. And that is another example of how you loved us, how you loved me. You had it so that your role was to point me to something bigger than us all. I'm so grateful for you, my brother. It seems to me that God has used you at different points in my journey to remind me that there are things worth fighting for. You have loved me, and you have pointed me towards love. Thank you. Your beloved friend, Steve. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, thank you.
how fortunate you know I've been to have you as a friend and as a mentor all of the things that I said there and and sometimes it just you know these thoughts just kind of pop up out of nowhere it mm. seems you know or they're connected to a larger feeling of gratitude and you know but you really have played an important role a very important role in my life a very unique and important role in my mm. life that has helped me get to a place of better health and greater well-being and um, just a sense of being alive to the specialness of um, of being alive mm. you know it's kind of get caught up in the mundane sometimes and don't realize that you know this really is beautiful Robert Emmons from the University of California reports that one of the most effective means of increasing gratefulness is to write and read a letter of gratitude to someone who has impacted us research published in the most rigorous scientific journals shows that the gratitude visit can increase happiness in the letter writer and the recipient for up to three months after the visit. In one study, participants were asked to write a letter of gratitude once a week for three weeks. After completing the exercise, they were happier, less depressed, and more satisfied with their lives. I'm Dr. Dave. Thanks for joining us on the Gratitude Visit podcast. The Gratitude Visit is a production of the Come Alive Collaborative. Our senior producer and editor-in-chief is Josie Whitwer. Look for an upcoming book on The Gratitude Visit later this year. Learn more at thegratitudevisit.com.